Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hi, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, and I am in New York City on the third floor of a building, actually in a warehouse, a micro-warehouse. Uh, I am at Ojai, uh, which is a new startup, uh, about two years old, right? And yeah. A year old, yeah. actually. Um, and they are turning spaces, unused spaces in cities into micro-warehouses to help do fulfillment for small e-commerce companies uh, and allow them to provide same-day service and in some cases even uh, two-hour service, um, utilizing eco-friendly and sustainable practices uh, and bringing it to a city near you. Um, So today, actually, I'm going to talk to Ben Jones, who is the founder and CEO of Ojai. Uh, We're here on site and we're also going to see some of the action in a little bit too. Uh, So Ben, welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Definitely happy to uh, be here, and definitely, uh, I will say it's the first time that I've been in a warehouse on the third floor of something, so very, very interesting uh, space, and you guys are like at about 2,000 square feet, right, you said? In this location here, right, it's this about location, 2,000 square yeah. foot, yeah, yeah correct, definitely. yeah, so we're on, we're on the third floor of a, of a building that's, norm, that's mostly used for Broadway auditions. Broadway so auditions, okay, you, you, cool. you aren't You aren't getting to hear them today, but earlier on today, they're all practicing for Frozen the musical, I think, is, is coming up soon. So. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right, so a lot of like, uh, what's frozen? is like let it, let it snow or something. Exactly, like that. exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what's your background and how did, how did you get here? Yeah, so um, I, I don't have a logistics or operations background, actually. Okay. Um, my, my, my background was in finance. Okay. So I was in uh, fixed income, sales and trading um, prior to, to coming to the U.S., okay. Um, but what really got me into this space and excited about what we're doing was mm-hmm. was um, a back injury that I had back in London okay. um, that paralyzed me from the neck down for, oh, wow. for a period of time. And um, during the recovery process for that, which yeah. was a good um, 16 months during which I was very immobile, I, I couldn't go to the shops, I couldn't carry anything. Yeah. And I ended up having to order everything online. Mm. And in the UK at the time, Amazon was delivering things next day. Yeah. Every other e-commerce brand was doing them three to five days still. Right. And it became a huge frustration of mine that I had to wait so long to get stuff that I ordered from a direct-to-consumer brand, whereas I could get a similar product for Amazon and get it the next day. Mm. And it was really that um, discrepancy that I was like, there's clearly a problem here. And that was really got, what got me passionate about operations and how do we fix this problem and how do we enable 
every direct consumer brand to offer that Amazon level of experience. Yeah, yeah, and I guess you had a lot of time to do some research. I had plenty of time to sit around and think. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very cool, very cool. So then, tell us. I mean, what is what is Ohi? I guess in your words, you're the founder, right? You're the you're the head of the company, right? Yeah. The face. So so, what is the company in your words? What's the mission? What are you guys up to? Yeah, so so probably the best way to describe Ohi is we're building that Amazon Prime Now okay. experience for direct-to-consumer brands. Right. So enabling them to offer um, that very, very fast delivery, so same day, even two-hour delivery, um, as well as um, do all their traditional fulfillment from our locations. Okay. And so what we're doing from a technology perspective is taking the old world of centralized traditional warehouses right. and breaking them apart into these multiple distributed nodes yeah. in different cities. Micro nodes, right? Micro nodes, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and our belief is that the, that is the future of fulfillment and the future of warehousing mm -hmm. is, is distributed micro warehouses, getting inventory very close to the end customer yes. and enabling people really to buy anything that they want from any brand that they like and, mm -hmm. and get it within a matter of hours. Okay. So that's really our mission is to, to enable that new world of, of instant commerce and instant gratification. Right, right. Yeah, and I think, you know, you mentioned Amazon and obviously the Amazon effect where, you know, consumers are expecting things on demand like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. So I think you're taking something and it's a really good idea and you're putting it in practice and I mean, it's, it seems like it's working really well. And I think customers are going to be even more satisfied with the brand experience based on that. Yes, exactly. And, and the brand experience is so important for right. us. Like one, one thing that we've heard over and over again about Amazon and, and people that sell through Amazon or, or really any, any other marketplace yeah. is that they lose their brand identity. Definitely. And so we wanted to create a platform that enabled these brands to, to maintain their brand relationship with their customer all yeah. the way through to box opening. Mm. And so um, we, we exist just at the back end the e-commerce company retains a relationship at the front end. People buy through their website rather than through an OI.com or anything like that. Right. And then uh, even even all the way through to like the tracking pages, we brand in the brand's colors yeah. and with the brand's logo and enable the the, 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 the customer, the, 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 the consumer of the product mm -hmm. to feel like they're connected to the brand all the way through to opening the box. And so that branded experience is a really part big parts of uh, our product and what we believe is important. Cool, cool. So you're doing like kind of all the way end to end to help these uh, maybe smaller companies and e-commerce companies that want to do this type of service, um, but ne can't necessarily justify the cost of doing it independently. You're kind of taking uh, taking advantage of that and, and giving yeah. them a good opportunity to grow. I exactly. And, and, that, and by smaller companies, it's not really even small companies necessarily right. that, that some of the brands that we work with do, do tens of thousands of orders a month. Okay. Um, and, and, um, but for them, for anyone really, anyone that's smaller than Amazon right. or smaller than Walmart yeah. could never build this infrastructure layer that, yeah. that Amazon has built for itself. And so what we're building is this platform that gives that, that basically democratizes access to that infrastructure layer of micro warehouses right. in cities that enables the aggregation of multiple brands together in a location, enables yeah. everyone to get that benefit. So, okay. so it doesn't have to be just small brands. Um, it, like we're talking to and working with much, much larger kind of blue chip companies that okay. are also doing cool. this. Yeah. Definitely, and, uh, and what about the name? Where does the name come from, Ohai? Yeah, so um, it's Hawaiian for to collect. 
Oh, and I'm, okay. I'm sure there's some Hawaiians listening to your podcast that are saying, no, it isn't. Um, but <laughs> it, it was a, a friend of mine, a friend of mine at school yeah. I, I, in, in Hawaiian, I think they, they say, oh, he, okay. and there's, there's maybe another part of the word, but uh, a, a friend of mine, originally we were talking about using these locations as collection points. Okay. So people could order and come pick up. And then oh, okay. we very quickly realized that the US consumer does not like collecting stuff. They want it to. Yeah, do. yeah, we're lazy. So yeah, okay. yeah. In, in, the UK, in the UK, click and collect is a, is a huge business. Okay. Like lots of people yeah. do click and collect. And that was originally what I thought we could do here. Yeah. Uh, but, but very quickly realized that was not the case. But I liked the name and I bastardized it. So I, rather than oh he, I, I say yeah, oh yeah. hi, because uh, it just feels more friendly. I don't, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think too, like, it's almost like, uh, you know, the package comes to you and the package is like, oh hi. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. here, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. cool. And so then you, on the website now, it talks about kind of the idea of smart warehousing. So, mm. so how do you how do you define smart warehousing, and what's what's your view of that? Yeah. So, really, we we see ourselves as a technology company. At our heart. Okay. Yeah, and really, what matters to create this distributed nodal network is right. the technology that mm. enables it. So that's not just very good inventory prediction. So yeah. understanding what imagery needs to go where. Um, but also things like the dynamic order routing that we do to, to, to shift orders to different locations, to balance the whole network and increase speed and decrease cost for brands. Okay. So there's a pretty much like our, our whole platform is, is a technology platform. Mm. We just happen to be doing it with, with physical space underneath it. Got it. Uh, or the, you know, the, the, the platform sits on top of physical space. Um, and so the idea of smart warehousing is the idea of taking that old world traditional 3PL mm-hmm. that really is very tech light or, or just poor technology right. and putting modern, uh, you know, the best AI and data analytics on top of the warehousing network mm-hmm. to enable brands to, to utilize this without having to hold a ton more inventory. Um, so that's what we mean by smart warehousing is the application right. of data analytics and to, to, to inventory allocation in order to enable a much smarter warehousing network. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's interesting that you guys are doing that, and it's I, I saw the platform earlier, and it's it's super simple and easy to use, um, and I think a lot of times you look at that kind of from kind of a continuous improvement perspective, and the fact that you don't have any like logistical or operations background coming at it from a different view uh, can definitely help to kind of disrupt the industry. So I think. You know, your view on smart warehousing and what you guys are doing is definitely, I think, needed in a lot of aspects of distribution um, by bringing in this technology, but not bringing in technology, maybe on the back end, it's complicated, Mm -hmm. but on the front end, it's not complicated at all. It's super streamlined. It's very easy to use. I mean, I saw them, uh, they like process the order in, I don't know, it's less than a minute. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's fantastic, I think. So... Uh, really interesting to see how you guys grow it and then grow as the software platform as well. Yeah. And, uh, and now you guys are in how many locations now? So we're now in four cities. So we count Brooklyn as separate cities. So we're in Manhattan, Brooklyn, right. LA, San Francisco now. Um, and we'll be launching uh, DC pretty soon okay. as well as probably somewhere in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're expanding the network really quickly. Right. And the advantage of our model is, is as a platform, it's it's very scalable. Like yeah. the, you, you see the location here, it's it, it's really the technology that powers it. And right. actually, in the warehouse, 
It's very simple. Yeah. It, like I said, simplicity we think is key. Yes. And that means it's very easy for us to scale to other locations quickly, mm -hmm. which is what we've been doing over the last few months. Right, interesting, yeah. interesting. So now, now uh, how do you, I guess, provide this flexible platform for the customers? And, you know, so we talked kind of about the interior, like the micro warehouse itself, mm -hmm. but now, now how does the service actually work? What are you guys utilizing, I guess, to get that package from the micro warehouse to the consumer? Yeah, so we'll partner with third parties to, to okay. do the deliveries. Um, our, our belief is that that last mile is is incredibly difficult, right. and there are other other partners that we can work with that already have have a very strong platform to to make those deliveries on. Okay. We don't think that our competitive advantage is going to be physically delivering the goods ourselves. Yes. Um, and so we partner with the likes of Postmates, DoorDash, mm. um, FedEx Same Day, a variety of other courier services that do those deliveries. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And now, so that's part of the, because another aspect of this is kind of doing a sustainable, more eco-friendly approach, right? Yeah, so utilizing yeah. like bike couriers is part of that, right? Correct. Yeah. So, so sustainability was really a core mission value for me when starting the company. Okay. Like, you know, you, it shocked me when I, coming, not coming from the industry and looking at it, I realized really how damaging e-commerce is for the environment. Oh yeah. Um, you know, especially as, especially as customers want goods faster and faster and faster yeah. using the traditional logistics network inevitably that means you're flying things around on planes yes and so the amount of carbon emissions that come from e-commerce is 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 just astronomical right. and so what we wanted to do is like say we believe we're building the future of of, of warehousing the future mm -hmm. the future of 3pl network and so we wanted to build in sustainability from day one right and so a few ways that we do that as is, is um Firstly, we're using unused space, so we're not building new new spaces anywhere. We're not right. building new warehouses. We're taking advantage of all this dead space and, and revitalizing it in cities. That's great. Um, we also make sure that all our delivery partners are sustainable. So predominantly, they they they'll use bike couriers. So okay. I think um, seventy six percent of all our deliveries are done via bike or, or people on foot. Oh wow, that's a good. Um, and then in cities like LA, where it's harder to use bikes, right. we partner. We have partners that use electric or hybrid uh, delivery fleets. Okay. Um, and so, from a who we partner with perspective, that's a very important part. The other huge advantage of micro warehousing versus traditional warehousing mm -hmm. is you're not um, throwing things in multiple trucks. Is packages aren't going through multiple distribution centers on, on the way to the end customer. Right. Um, instead, it's point to point. So a delivery person comes, picks it up from our location, okay. takes it straight to the customer. And what that enables is for you to do away with cardboard boxes. Yes. And so for a number of our customers here, um, they've managed to eliminate the, the outer shipper that they're delivering their goods in. So you'll have seen some of our shoe brands out yeah. here before. The, the shoe box that the shoes are coming in is also the yeah. shipper because it's not being thrown around on, on multiple trucks and yes. stuff. And so um, for some of the brands, they also just deliver things in a nice shopping bag. Mm. So it feels like it's come from a store. So it's much more premium. Yeah. Um, it uses a lot less packaging. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's much more sustainable. And so as we keep on growing, that sustainability mission will be a key part of, 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 of our growth. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And you know, like you said, you know, e-commerce now, 
creates, I mean, it creates so much waste. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. all the things that come out of distribution centers. Um, so being able to kind of reduce that packaging waste too, I think is, I think is a big deal. And I think that's a step in the right direction for the mm -hmm. industry. So, so kudos to you for, for doing that yeah, and thanks. making that definitely a cornerstone of your company. Um, so the other thing too, I guess, is that because of that, you're reducing damage overall to the customer. So I guess you're increasing customer satisfaction in a way through that as well. Yeah, so I think the odds of the customer getting a, a damaged good through OHI's network is mm -hmm. is mi minimal, it's very, right. very low, because everything is just, ha we hand it to the courier, the courier hands it to the customer. Right, interesting. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, the one thing that we had discussed was uh, the one company that you work with, and they have a store that holds no inventory, so mm -hmm. you actually are kind of there their back room in a sense, mm -hmm. and then you deliver, they order in the store, right? Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about that experience? Yeah, exactly. So so the, another big trend that's happening in the world of, of, of commerce in general at the moment is this move towards much more experiential retail. Okay. So the, the days of having a 20,000 square foot Fifth Avenue store, right. It are long gone. Like that's it's just no longer necessary. Most people will prefer to shop online okay. uh, than go into a giant store and wander around and find their goods. Yeah. And so the way that physical retail is moving is to these much more experiential spaces where you go in, you experience the brand, you try things on, you choose your size, mm -hmm. um, you choose what colors you want, and then order online. Now, a few people had experimented with doing that before. Bonobos was probably one of the first that, that did this. Okay. And what they found is that we're so trained as consumers to, we go into a store because we want something then. Right. Like if we didn't want it right then, we wouldn't bother be wandering around like- Yeah, we wouldn't take the trip. Yeah. Exactly, we wouldn't take yeah. the trip. And, and so what they were finding was this frustration of customers that said, well, I'm here right now, like why can't yeah, you yeah. give this to me? Yeah, give it to me. And so what OHI's network is enabling for a lot of these brands that have physical retail stores is, is this true experiential store experience. Okay. So you go in, you try things on, you decide what size or whatever it is you want, you order via an iPad, yeah. and it's delivered through OHI's network to, to your house or your place of work or wherever you want within a matter of hours. And so um, that, that move towards experiential retail, we think it's something that OHI's network is gonna continue to enable. Mm -hmm. And we're working with a bunch of brands. There, there's, there's one specific shoe brand here that, that we spoke about called Margot right. yes. that, that we do this with. Um, but there's a bunch of brands that we are close to signing mm -hmm. who will be changing what their retail stores look like in order to work with OHI's network and enable this new customer experience. Really interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how, I guess, as the retail landscape changes or as you guys maybe push the retail landscape to change a little bit too, mm -hmm. um, by adding this convenience, how that kind of affects um, real estate as well because you need less less space for a store. Essentially, mm -hmm. you don't need a back room because you guys are the back room somewhere in some building Correct. on the fifth floor or something. Mm -hmm. right? Very interesting. So now what do you think about, since obviously you guys are working on the future of warehousing, right? So what do you think, you know, five, 10 years from now, what is, how does micro warehousing scale and then how does distribution overall kind of change? Yeah, so so our belief is that we'll have our, our locations in, in every urban area in okay. the United States. Right. So, uh, you know, our belief is that as the technology and the data analytics and everything that we're building continues to, to improve and evolve, it will allow us, and, and as we continue to scale the number of brands, it will allow us to position inventory for individual brands in multiple different cities around the United States. Okay. 
and allow them to look at this whole distributed network mm -hmm. as if it's a single location still. Right. And that and creating that simplicity that we've spoken about before, that simplicity mm -hmm. of what is a very complicated network to feel and behave like it's very simple is, right. is the key to success, we think, in this is in this industry. Um, and so our belief is that micro warehousing really is the, the future of warehousing. Right. And that you know as as we as we scale and expand across our network, you'll do away with the need for, for traditional big box centralized warehouse locations for, for a lot of goods. Now there, there are some goods where micro housing is never going to make sense. If you're if right. you're if you're selling furniture um, or you know large heavy bulky items, it's not it's, it's not going to make too sense. Much space, yeah. yeah, exactly. It'll take up too much space. Right. Um, but if you're selling you know fast moving consumer goods yeah. um, that turn pretty quickly, that are small and relatively lightweight, that can mm -hmm. be carried by someone on a bicycle. We think that we're going to replace all of that with with our micro warehousing network, um, and so that's that's kind of how I see warehousing and 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 I think maybe the the analogy that I like best is kind of like Airbnb, what it did to the hotel industry. Okay. So previously with the hotel industry, you had all of these companies that were optimizing unused space in those hotels. Right. So. Hotel Tonight, like all these travel websites that were trying to fill empty rooms in hotels. Yeah. Airbnb then came along and said, actually, there's a way better way of doing hotel stays, which is using people's spare bedrooms. Yeah. And we're going to make use of all these unused bedrooms and create this whole where, uh, uh, not warehousing, uh, hotel market, platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're seeing the same today in the warehousing industry, mm -hmm. is you have a bunch of these companies that are optimizing the existing warehousing network. Right. Uh, so Flex or Flow Space or Store yep. that, yep. that are filling unused space in existing warehouses. Mm -hmm. And what I see Ohio is doing is we're coming along and building this alternate platform that's saying actually there's a way better way of doing warehousing, which right. is using these unused spaces in, in buildings and getting yeah. closer to customer. And so we believe that really we're building this parallel network that in the same way Airbnb did to the hotel industry will yeah. replace a lot of the demand for fulfillment and warehousing yeah. on our platform rather than that old world traditional platform. Awesome, awesome. So thank you so much for uh, having me here on site and also talking uh, with us on the podcast. So now how can people find out more information about Ohio? Yes, yeah, so you can go to our website at okay. shipohi.com, mm -hmm. uh, S-H-I-P-O-H-I.com, um, and feel free to reach out to us uh, on social media. Uh, we're ohi underscore now okay. um, on Instagram, um, and, uh, and drop us a note if you're interested in working with us. Okay. Yeah, I see everywhere you guys say you're hiring, so. We are constantly hiring. Okay, that's a good <laughs> it's thing. That's a good it's thing. what I spend 90% of my time doing, because as we're growing, <laughs> hiring, hiring, hiring. Yeah, okay, exactly. very cool. Uh, so we'll definitely post all that information and some pictures and videos of uh, the micro warehouse here in the city uh, on thenewwarehouse.com. So thanks for joining us, Ben. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.